Quick, shut the door. Oh, okay, good. I think we left fear, panic, anger, and pandemic outside. Mm-hmm. Oh, yikes. We actually locked ourselves in with them. Let's get out of here. Hello, I'm Camry Sharp. Welcome to my podcast, Youth Like You. Our topic for today is closed in with God, and it's about using this quarantine time as an opportunity to be alone with God. God is calling to us every day, calling to us to spend time with Him. He wants to be our friend. He loves you. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to get to know you. He wants us to get to know Him. He's got so many things He wants to talk to us about. But He is a gentleman. And he will not force his way into our lives. He will not force us to spend time with him. James 4.8 says that we need to draw near to God. Then he will draw near to you. So it's like this. God calls. He says, hey, I want to spend time with you. And then we have to respond. And then when we respond, it's giving him the open invitation to come in. But how many times have we found ourselves saying to God, Where are you? Why haven't you come on the scene? What is taking you so long? Hey, where are you, Lord? I just feel so far, far from you. Could it be that we are at fault at this? I think so. If we feel far, it must be because we are not going after God. We're not drawing near to him if we can't find God it's not because he left us it's because we left him what's taking him so long well there's a verse in the Bible that says everything happens at his time it's not our timetable it's God's timetable so we just need to be more patient continue seeking him as we wait upon him he will begin to speak and reveal and maybe he'll say it's not time yet. Or maybe he's going to say, I'm about to come on the scene. It's about to happen. Your time of waiting is almost up. But you see, all this happens when we draw near to him. When we begin to seek him. Sounds nice and easy. Oh, I just got to take the first step. Oh, this is awesome. Oh, I have to draw near to the Lord and he will draw me. But there are distractions that get in the way. There are things that hinder us from coming to the Lord many, many times. And unfortunately, this is sometimes what happens. Good morning, Lord. Oh, rats. I, I don't have time to spend time with you because I I'm going to be late for work. See you in the afternoon. The afternoon comes around and whoops. I'm sorry. I, I can't take time with you now, Lord, because... My family just came over, or I have friends, I got shopping. How about tonight? Tonight comes, and next thing we know, we find ourselves in bed, all nice and snugly warm, sleepy, and... <gasps> Oops, I forgot to reread my Bible. <gasps> Whoops. Uh, Lord, how about tomorrow we have a coffee and tea date for breakfast? I'll read my Bible then and spend time with you. Distractions, distractions. Lots of things. Good things. Good things. And I'm not talking about like the enemy appearing with his pitchfork and whatnot and trying to distract us and hinder us. I'm talking about some things that are just daily life that can distract us. 
So you might be asking, well, then what are we going to do about it? How, how can we? I can't. I just don't have time right now. I think the Lord has given us an opportunity through this quarantine to get back on track, to get back into the groove of making time for the Lord. Because now that we're in quarantine, we got to stay at home. About 65% of our distractions have been taken away. And perhaps like me, you said, okay, well, now that I'm in quarantine, I can spend my day with Jesus. I can read my Bible and just spend time in prayer. And I mean, I got no agenda. This is going to be great. But something interesting probably has happened to you, as it did me. The other 35% of distractions, boom, they popped up. Netflix, the cell phone, video games, other people at home, and a couple other stuff, including some spiritual distractions. What are spiritual distractions? Look at some of this. Fear. Oh, I forgot to buy 400 more rolls of to toilet paper. I'm going to die. Oh, Oh, I'm never going to get out. Oh, this is terrible. Oh, I'm going to be stuck forever. I can't handle. I'm getting claustrophobic. That's fair. How about anger? Why? Why did this happen to me? Oh, if only so-and-so. Or if only this and this and this. Oh, I'm so mad. God, why are you allowing this? How about discontentment? If only I could. If only I had. If, 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 and if wrong attitudes, you'd be surprised how they consume your day and take your mind away from God. We are closed in, but not completely closed off. We have locked ourselves out from the world physically, but I think when we did, we might have accidentally locked God out too. I said that God's a gentleman, and I do mean that. He is. The Bible says that he knocks at the door. He knocks, but we have to open and invite him in. We have to set time aside for him, even if there's distractions. We got to move them away. We have to separate ourselves from that so that we can focus on God. We have to choose God. Choose to be closed in with God instead of closed in with fear. Instead of being closed in with the pan pandemic. Instead of being closed in with TV. Let's quickly look at the lives of three people who shut themselves up with God, even with all they had to do. These men are David, Daniel, and Jesus. Let's first look at David, who, when he was a young man, he had the job of a shepherd, which is a hard job, I know, because I have taken care of sheep, and I still do, and it, the little bit that I do with them, it's tough. And Dave's job, it was a 24-hour one. But guess what he did? In Psalms 57, verse 8, and Psalm 71, 22, it talks about David taking the harp and singing to God. Despite his busy schedule, David shut himself up with God. He shut the world out and he just got alone with God. Daniel, he was taken as a slave to Babylon. He was in time of captivity. He grew up there and, well, long story short, he was elevated to a very high position and he became very busy for the king. But guess what Daniel 6.13 says? It says that Daniel faithfully three times a day prayed to the Lord. Daniel recognized that he needed time with God. So he set time aside. He had a busy schedule, but he took time to spend with the Lord. And finally, Jesus. 
Mark 135 talks about Jesus getting up before the sun to spend time with his, with his eternal Father. Also on many occasions, such as Matthew 14, 22-23, he would withdraw himself from his disciples and the crowd and just, again, shut himself up with his Heavenly Father. Luke 15, 16, Jesus recognized that he needed time with the Father because when he would set time with the Father, he'd receive strength for the day. He'd also receive the word of, of his Father for the day, what he was supposed to do, his plan. And Jesus, he had the biggest agenda of them all. I mean, he's God and he has his plate full. But he knew the importance of spending time with his Heavenly Father. In the same way, we too need to shut ourselves up with God on a daily basis. You know, during this quarantine or not during quarantine, there are going to be distractions of some kind that pop up. But like Matthew 6, 6 says, this is what we need to do. But when you pray, enter your room, and when you have closed the door, pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who is in secret will reward you. Now, it's not saying like you can never spend time with God in a public place or you can't be seen by someone. It's got to be in secret. But this verse is just saying, get alone with God. You know, go to some place where there aren't distractions and just focus on God. Tune, tune the world out and tune into God. I seriously have to do this daily and remind myself, get in a place where you won't be distracted. Get in a place where you can just be alone with God, even if it's just a few minutes. You know, our agenda is always going to be there. The dishes are going to be there. Uh, the kids, they're going to be making noise and stuff, but they can quietly play by themselves while mom or dad have their devotions. The bills can wait. You know, whatever it is, it can wait. I have a saying, and I like to say, if you make time for God, you will have time for all you need. But if you don't take time for God, you won't have time for anything. And boy, this has been so true. I have seen how when I don't take time for God and I try and do everything I have on my agenda, I find by the end of the, end of the day, I barely got anything done. But when I take my time for God, it's amazing how I can get the things on my list done. Matthew 7, 7 through 8 says that when we seek wholeheartedly, we will find. If you need grace for this quarantine, find God. If you need grace to handle your happy jumping back to the moon and loaded balls of energy kids, go to God. If you're feeling sad, hopeless, unhappy, discontent, go shut yourself in with God. All the answers you are looking for are found in God. When you draw close to God, He will reveal more things to you. The more closer we get to God, the more we will understand, the more we will receive, and the more we will learn. So open that door and kick out fear, anger, distractions, and whatever else. Just kick it out and invite God in, into your quiet space. And trust me, you'll find a way to get that quiet space. You, you'll, you'll find it. Lock yourself in with God. Lock yourself in with the God of love, the God of peace, the God who is in complete control, the God of the universe. Lock yourself in with the God 
who calms the storms. Lock yourself in with the God who just speaks things into existence. Lock yourself in with the God who cares for you and provides for you. Lock out the world. Stay in with God, even if it's just for a few minutes. You'll see what the Lord can do when you draw close to Him. You've been listening to Camry Sharp on Youth Like You. Thanks for listening. See you soon.